This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. And it's Friday, which means it's happy hour. And I'm so happy to be joined by one of the most joyful and hardworking people I know, Lawrence Jones, uh, now a co-host of Fox and Friends. Crazy. Every morning. Did on... you say I was the most joyful person? Yeah, you are. Me? Yeah, me. You, me. you are a joyful person. And we always have a good time, no matter where <clears throat> we, we do. are. The, have y'all ever had steaks with Kennedy? <laughs> Let me tell you. You ever get stuck with a bill? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> Jeez. That was the best. Oh, my God. Yeah, Lawrence and I were invited <laughs> to a nice steak dinner. We were invited. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, my gosh, wonderful. I love free steak. <laughs> this is, this and then is suddenly. Amazing. Yeah, the, our host who invited us. Got so hammered, um, <laughs> he was he was escorted out of the restaurant <laughs> before the appetizers got yeah. there. It, it, so we had like two vodka sodas. Yeah, Must have been pregaming. It was because they they almost had to have a gurney for him. Yeah, and then uh, and he had already ordered. Because I I was really I was really confused. I was like, wait a minute, this guy hasn't drank that much. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe listen, a drink and a half. Listen, we don't judge with people having fun. We don't judge, but, um, but we're also but we're we not... do judge when you say you're gonna treat us. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna, and we end up treating you. For, okay, to... this is this is Hawaiian sea salt Ooh. to give good vibes to um, all of our friends in Hawaii and Maui, okay, mixed like with that. tahine. Um, so this is a mocktail. Okay, because um, that's what we do. Okay, we have we have mocktails. So if we were making yeah. a margarita, there would already be Grand Marnier. In the shaker, there right. would be. There's not, right. but right. there would be. Right. Um, and you know, here's here's what we're gonna do. Okay. This is water. Okay. And it's not Clase Azul, which is really high end tequila. Right. Now, if we were drinking tequila, if we, if this we were. this is what I would have for you because I know you love tequila <laughs> love and I it. love tequila, and so and I'm not gonna skimp and get you uh, some bargain basement Dollar right. Tree tequila. <laughs> There we go. Yep, this is nice. Well, that's good like water. Brown. I love the tint that it has. I mean, did you scoop weird? it out uh -huh. of the drain? <laughs> My bathtub was I mean, it just, it just had this so tint just, uh... to it. And um, Wait, wow. Gotta... Wow. I mean, you go all out. That's the beauty of the Clase Azul bottle. I mean, you. I mean, you make sure that your water mm -hmm. has a just a little bit of brown to it with food just coloring. Just a little bit of brown, just to yeah. look like the. I, mean, I, I wanted to that's look love. like that, Lawrence. That's so, love. so we put a little, wow. little bit of lime juice on just part of the rim. Mm -hmm. A little bit of orange juice also mm -hmm. to give it a nice citrusy that's that's flavor balance. Right there. And then uh, we do some good squeezes of lime juice in the actual. Man. Margarita. Oh, that is great water right yeah, there. Probably is, the best water I've ever be had. It's going to be nice, limey water. I tell you, with a <laughs> little orange flavoring on mm -hmm. the side. Yep, yep. Some Hawaiian you know Himalayan what I, You know what salt. I forgot? I forgot simple syrup, but you don't need it, right? We don't need you, simple you syrup. You like a skinny we don't want, margarita. We don't want sugar you water. You don't want to be slowed down no, by no, sugar no, water. No, 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 no. No, this is we like a... We want the salt in the water for the electrolytes. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's right. This is that's a, what we're doing. This is like a keto yeah. margarita. Yeah, we we love healthy. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is the healthiest. Yeah. So then we take uh we tap 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 our little rim in the tahini and Hawaiian sea salt, and wow. then we put a little bit of ice in here. Oh wow! Yeah. We're not screwing around. This is a first time. Let me tell you something. Brett this Bear is was next in here. Level. Yeah, I had to because Brett Bear came by for happy hour and I had to pretend to be fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and Brett was like, there's alcohol in here. I was like, no, there's no, not. These are no, mocktails. No, 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 I would not no, give no, America's Brett. most trusted newsman no. alcohol. No, we wouldn't do that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then we shaky, shaky, shaky and we celebrate we happy hours for friendship. Now, is this a fit? Is it? Oh. That's a pick. Yeah, that's a pick. Oh, that is That's nice. an actual guitar pick in there. Because this will be music in your mouth. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> there is... We go. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that tent mm-hmm. that water has. Yeah, that's a, that's, I think that's from the lime juice. So I think what it is is mm-hmm. it's been brought to my attention. It's coconut water. That's what it that's is, Lauren. It's coconut yes, water. That's, I put coconut... <laughs> I forgot to tell you. I put, I put coconut, coconut water in Coconut water in it. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, To Lauren. hard work and joy. Yes. Let's mm. see how that tastes. Mmm. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this, may, <laughs> this may be the best water I ever had in my life. <laughs> As a matter of fact, yeah. you should re-bottle this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is classy. This actually, this Yum. doesn't need sugar. Mm-mm. I don't know about you, but mm. fake classe azul coconut water. And let me tell you something. The great thing about mm. drinking water is you can drink as much mm-hmm. as you want. There's no effect. You don't have to worry about it. No, no, no. No, you just you keep hydrating. That's right. This That's is great. You do. This is, we're doing America some good here. We have to because no. um, your book is out. Oh, yeah. American out. man. Yes, ma'am. Um, and. I've been thinking about this because as a mom, yeah. I have girls, I feel like women are under attack as well. True. So, but also, I remember watching my daughter's classmates, mm-hmm. the little boys, try and run around in mm-hmm. elementary school, and they were told not to run around. And I'm like, yeah. they have to run around. Like, they have to run around yeah. and, like, tackle each other mm-hmm. and get that energy out because if they don't, when they go into class, they can't sit still. That's right. And from a, from a very young age, boys are told to like tone it down and yeah. not be not be aggressive. To be to be manly, to be butch, is uh, somehow a sin mm-hmm. against society. Mm-hmm. When did you notice that? I mean, it seems like a modern occurrence. Yeah. Like you know, we used to accept boys as as they are. I mean, that's who they are. They're boys. We know that they're hyper. Of course, you want them to be responsible, and you want to tell them time and place. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems like as a whole, um, boyhood, manhood, all of it is under attack. And I don't go from the standpoint of, uh, you know, men understanding how society is today um, and not letting women get their promotions and all that. That's that's not the purpose of the book. This is not a book that tells women to go to the kitchen and all that. It's, 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 It's appreciating manhood, but it's also appreciating femininity as well mm-hmm. and understanding that 
um, strong women want strong men. Yes. And that's also, a really good point. It's, it's true. It's true. And just because Even though I can open a pickle jar, you can. I'd but rather have my sexy while, American boyfriend. Do that's it. exactly right. And you know yeah. what? You can change a tire if you have to. Yeah. As my well. stepdad taught me how to do that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there there is something about to. independence. That's but right. To be completely self-reliant and live on an emotional island That's right. leads to loneliness. That's right. And so, like, when I'm on the plane, which is it, almost every other day, um, you know, and I'm I'm telling a young lady or an elderly woman, hey, I got you. Yeah. I'll put your bag up there. Yeah. This is not saying that you're inferior. So you hit on you older women on planes. Well, older women is my audience. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Whatever they use me for. <laughs> All right, that's their business. So okay? your catnip for yeah, you know what? The I try girls. to yeah. So I had to write the book in a way. Also being honest, that seventy percent of the people that follow me on social media are women. Mm-hmm. So this is not a book to go around bashing women, mm-hmm. but it is to show we appreciate you, we love you, um, and men were not doing a great job in taking our place. But also society is saying, no, 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 don't do that anymore. Yeah. And I I feel to believe that there's not a, a population of women that say, you know what? I like when the man takes the check. I like working, but I like him to bring money home too, mm-hmm. right? I want him to protect me. I carry a gun, maybe I carry a knife, but you know what? When traffic is going, to, I like for him to... Be closer to the street. Yeah, I, I like you starting know? fights, but I want to know that my that boyfriend he's can win it. them. That's yes. right. <laughs> it's very sexy. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you you want that conversation. And like I tell people, you want your daughter to marry the American man. You want your son to be the American man. You yeah. want your husband to be the American man. Um, and I just lay out principles and interview people that I feel like hold those values close. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting because if you look at TV dads, mm-hmm. TV dads have totally been emasculated. Yeah, you know it's like they're they're these fumbling idiots. Yeah, and you know like Mike Brady, he was <laughs> that was that was a solid guy. He was a guy who would listen. He yeah. would reason things out. Yeah, but you know he could I, also. I have a problem with, the with you King know Cobra. the 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 modern. <laughs> She's so funny. It's true. Yeah. I have a problem with the modern man. Sitting at home, eating chips. Yeah. While his wife goes to go work, I just think that's weird. I yes. think it's wrong. I think it's not. You don't want to train your your son to be that way. You also don't want to tell your daughter that's acceptable. Yes. So um, there's a, a really lot of people that point. disagree with that point of view. No, I I don't think like I don't want my daughters to settle. Yeah, I I want them I want them to have partnerships. I right. want them to be with someone who's supportive. Mm-hmm. And it's like my daughters are gay. I don't care. I, I still right. want them to be 100%. in a supportive relationship. And you know, it's like wherever the chips fall, I want to make sure that they respect themselves enough to That's be right. with a partner who loves. And supports them. And, you know, there is a side of society that, that and it's not just men, where people are like, no, I'm just going to sit back and yeah. I'm going to let someone else, whether it be the government or someone who makes more money than I do, take care of me. Yeah. I'm going to live with my parents until I'm 30. Yeah. And it's it's a disconnect from independence, which is so necessary. I mean, it's it's part of what makes us libertarian. Mm-hmm. It's that self-reliance. That's right. And, and the more that we see the socialism in the world, the more we see this reliance on, you know, big brothers, something that's going to take care of us, yeah. the more we disconnect from that truly human side that, yeah. that has to 
be independent? Well, I, I think you just hit on something as part of the inspiration of the book. It was also, I, I think that when it comes to all of these social programs, they're there to fill a void, mm-hmm. right? And that void is a lot of times caused by fathers not being there. Yeah. Men now being totally comfortable with doing adult things, but not wanting to do adult responsibilities. Yes. Right. And so I, you know, so often we talk about that and I've tried talking about it from, from a policy standpoint, and I will continue to talk about it from on why these programs are bad. But now I'm trying to tackle it from the perspective of let's create an environment where we don't need the programs. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with our men taking their place and doing their responsibilities. And and I'm not saying everybody that's on a social program is because um, there's not a strong man in their life. But I would argue probably about 70% of them are come from single households because yeah. something is going to fill that void. People How do you are change it? I mean, but that's I, – I know I've been with you yeah. at events where, where people – you know, target you mm-hmm. as a black man, and they're right. like, "There need to be more black men." And it's right, like, right. "Hey, guess what? This is cross cultural. Like, this it is, is this is every uh, neighborhood. 100%. This is every socioeconomic That's right. strata. Like, this is every part of society. When you have a man who feels like he doesn't have to be there, he doesn't That's have right. to provide, he doesn't have to be engaged. That's right. There are kids who have something lacking." And, you know, for a lot of people, they don't get to fill that. My parents were divorced, but my dad was always the one who came and got me from school when I was sick. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd tell my dad every weekend and, you know, it's like my parents didn't get along, but Mm -hmm. at least he was a model for Mm -hmm. how to be in your kid's Mm -hmm. life. I'm divorced from my ex-husband, but he He loves his kids. Best father Mm -hmm. I could have chosen. We talk about that all the time. Like we are so lucky that we chose a partner. That's right. That is going to be there as a parent, which is the most critical thing. And when people feel that they can abdicate that responsibility, that's, right. that's when you really hurt society. That's right. And just because you're no longer married, mm-hmm. it's like your parents were there for you. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You are close with your dad. So I talk about that also in my book about, so my mom, I don't know if you know this, Kennedy, my mom got pregnant with me at 16. She had me at 17. My dad immediately married my mom. Oh. So they've been together since my mom was in sixth grade. They just celebrated 30 years of marriage, That's right. 30 years of marriage. So, it, you know, and a lot of my classmates and friends did not have their fathers in their life. And some of them went down a pretty good path. Mm-hmm. Majority of them did not go to a certain path because they didn't have that leadership in the household. Um, oh, mom, or accountability. Or accountability. And... There's something, moms are strong, and my mom, particularly, you know, emotionally, too, helped. My dad was so tough and all that. And no offense to single mom, because they do the best that they can do. But there comes a time where there has to be the hammer on, on males because of who we are. Yes. And we will, we will get away with what you allow us to get away with. Mm-hmm. And 
it, we're creating this environment where this continues to be a cycle. And so I, I think there, there used to be a point where we celebrated the moms that their, their story of making it through it and doing the best that they can. And now it seems like now that we're saying encouraging it, mm-hmm. like, no, that's okay. You do that by yourself and not thinking about the consequences as it is for society. So I try to lay that out in the book as well, like being pro um, from a standpoint of womanhood, mm-hmm. but being pro manhood as well yeah. and not bash, appreciating both sexes. And, you know, I, I talk about a lot of the libertarianism of me have said adults should be able to make adult decisions, right? Yes. Um, whatever um, checkbox that you want to check and identify as whatever, you should be able to do that. Um, where, where I start to get concerned is as a, as a society, um, removing parents out of those decisions yes, and, and saying that these are our children, not the parents, but they got to feed you. They got to, you know, wipe your tail. They got to make sure that you have a house over your head. Um, the removing the parents out of conversation, as well as when you look at, and my dad was at every single sporting event and he trained my sister as hard as I did. He trained me and my brother uh, in sports. But to now say that, my brother and I, and no matter how tough my sister is, can compete against my sister in sports. I just think we got we've gotten it all wrong. Yeah. If our trans brothers and sister want to complete, uh, create their own league, more power to them. Yeah, that's what Martina Navratilova said. Yeah. And Martina Navratilova, you know, she came up in sports at a time where it was not popular to right. be a right. lesbian, and you know, she was truly a voice for mm. the voiceless, and and she lived and thrived through such a difficult time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we're in this sort of age where people are coddled and they are appeased. Yeah. And, you know, it's like they don't have it as hard as people did who had to truly live in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And, and the very few brave people who came out and, and lived like that, lived lived honestly like that, it was really hard. So mm-hmm. when someone like Martina Navratilova says, we need to have an open category, mm-hmm. I I go, yes, because I feel for the trans athletes. I really do. Yeah. Um, because they're talented. They should be able to compete, but they, you know, we have to make mm-hmm. definitive rules mm-hmm. so that it's fair for everyone. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, if it's not, then women should be able to juice. Right. Women should be able to take mm-hmm. performance-enhancing drugs mm-hmm. and bring their testosterone level up to what... To up to par. Yeah. It, it, so someone who was born a biological male who went through puberty, they are imbued with certain mm-hmm. characteristics that biological women don't have. But if, if they are going to be able to compete, then women should be able to take PEDs. Well, so... And, and then... That, that, that goes to the other part of the conversation. You don't see a lot of trans men, mm-hmm. um, women that became male, mm-hmm. trying to compete. <laughs> Just, it's, it's, it's a losing fight. It's a losing fight. My problem is that you have a lot of folks that place 20th, 30th in a competition, and all of a sudden they're first place because mm-hmm. they switched over. That's just not fair, and you know it's not fair. No, that'd be and, like a twenty-five-year-old playing <laughs> little league. Right. It's just it's just not cool. Yeah. And you know, I I feel a need to speak up for that without being hateful and everything like that. I feel like we've we've come to this point of oh, you hate me. Actually, I don't. No. Actually, I don't give a f. I okay? celebrate whatever like, you want to do, you know, especially as an adult. Whatever you want to do, like 
I am I am here for you. Right. A thousand percent. But, you know, there's also a big conflation between, you know, some of the rules around sports. Right. And if you say, well, no, this this organizing body, they have to make a determination and they have to stand up and do the difficult mm-hmm. thing and have an open category and protect women's sports. That's right. That's not transphobic and it's not homophobic. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. So. That's one of the many topics. But I also lay out some principles for men that I think they should do. The fit men, the chivalrous men, the I love chivalry. Man, you know, whoever you do. Yes. You really do. Yes, I do. I you, think I, I mean in, in a lot of ways, like I'm a traditionalist. Re- okay, yeah. tell me more. Like I love making cocktails. I love baking. I love you know when what? that is so true. A man opens a door for me. I think it's great. And I always go, Chivalry is not dead. <laughs> And I grew up in a house full of dudes. Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up with like a lot of you know what? That's male so tr- energy. No, the more I'm like putting this together, as I said, you do like chivalry. Like you're always like to everyone. I, I'm not saying this like she's always serving men, but you're, you have a servant's heart. Like, oh. you know, you, you want to make sure everybody's good. Everybody's fit. Everybody has something to drink. Everybody's cool. Everybody's good emotionally. Like that's just you. That's I come from a long line of food nurturers, <laughs> like truly like Romanian peasants, like my grandmother's family. My mom came over from Romania, but they were all peasants. And wow. it's like, what do you do? Like you farm all day and then you come inside and you feed you everyone. Feed people. And that's like my grandmother. When you would go to her house, she would have like 15 entrees. A spread. And if you didn't eat everything, you're like, you know, like my cooking. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know you know, like my cooking. And she would, she would take it so Personal, personally. Yeah. yeah. My mom's the same way. Like my mom has an incredible ability to throw open a refrigerator and there's four ingredients and, and she will make it's like, something. a meal. Like wow. it's, it's unbelievable. Like there is no such thing as an empty fridge to my mom. Wow. Yeah. She'll scrape ice particles and all of a sudden. It makes up. Yeah. You'll have a leg of lamb. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But so, you know, and, and everyone, the, the thing that I love about my family is everyone loves to cook. Yeah. And everyone cooks in a different way. And my very favorite thing in the world is I love being with my family, but I love cooking with my family. Yeah. It's amazing. So this has been, uh, you know, let me stop. I shouldn't be interviewing you. This is what you did. It, like, it just immediately starts happening. I was like, so that's where you get it from. Like, it's just like, it's just, Janice Dean was doing the same thing. The other day. She's like, you know, and I was like, so Janice, is this where this comes from? Yada, yada, yada. yada. It's like, oh, this is your show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, damn. <laughs> but that's what a conversation is. That's what yeah. friendship is. Yeah. Learning new things about each other. I, I just get so fascinated because, um, you know, one thing I admire by about Kennedy is her sense of fashion. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like stale. And, you, and as you can tell, I push the limits of fashion on our news channel. Absolutely right. Because I, I got to be me. Yes. I got to be me. I have to. And I grew up poor, and we couldn't, you know, get a lot of things. I spent a lot of time at the thrift shop, and my mom taught me how to sew and hem and all that. And I would, we would go to the rich neighborhood. And I would buy the suits from the thrift store in the rich neighborhood. Very Because they had the good stuff. Yes. They had the Ralph Lauren and Tom Ford stuff. Tom Ford is my favorite designer. And we could do, get it. But their stuff was always too big or too small. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to take the hem out. And so now that I have a little change, just a little change. Mm-hmm. It's a little change. Not, you know, I'm not yeah. rolling to go back. It's a little change. Yes, exactly. Go, I can go to somewhere and get me a nice suit. But and, you really and appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yes. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. See, like... 
I don't need a closet full of Gucci and Louis Vuitton. No. But if I can go into Louis Vuitton and buy like a rad yeah. men's sweater, yeah. it makes me happy. Yeah. Like it, it really like the Marie Kondo, like does, does something bring joy into your heart? Like that's right. I don't need everything. And you work for but it. the pieces that I have. That's right. Absolutely right. And that's it's like I don't let anybody shame me because oh, no, no, I've been no, working no. my ass off. That's right. For thirty years. And continue to. Yes. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm I'm with you too on that because I do work hard. I don't let people shame me for my fashion. No. They're like, oh, you got the little bit of no. you damn straight. I do. Batons. It's like you're yes, straight. absolutely right. Straight. Oh, you yeah. see the red bottom. That's exactly mm-hmm. right, and and you see that it stays red too because I make sure I <laughs> make sure it's cared for. Yes. So I'm a good steward of my stuff. Too. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> My my shoes are all in boxes. That's right. I sit there and I sing to them and I polish That's them. Right. I love you, Louis. Oh, my gosh. Well, Lawrence, I know you have a busy day. Thank you for sharing a, a mocktail with me. Oh, this is, this is what we call coconut Himalayan mm-hmm. margarita. That's right. Mm. To find more about that, go to Kennedy Save America. <laughs> For sponsorship opportunities, yeah, reach sponsorship out to her on Instagram. If you, oh, if, 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 if you want your water <laughs> to taste like my water. <laughs> we, may, we may need a sponsor. We will ring your bell anytime. Um, thank you for thank bringing you, your uh, American manliness to the uh, Kennedy Saves the World podcast. Well, next time I have barbecue. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's right. I'm so down. <laughs> Like, whatever it takes. That's right. Oh. You brought the drinks. Yes. I bring the barbecue. As long as it's gluten-free, I will eat it. Oh, I Cheers got you. you. I got you. Lawrence Jones. Cheers. This has been Kennedy Saves the World with Lawrence Jones. I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear Podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.